what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Laffin and he's here. Nick Baby. Where? <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> you well? I'm very well, yeah. No, very well. Uh, yeah, sort of very optimistic about wrestling at the moment, which is good. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Fun weekend. So, covered in bruises from training <laughs> on um, Saturday. They'll do doing drills where you get, you get thrown into the ropes and you have to kind of hold yourself, like stop yourself with, with both arms on the top rope. Yeah, and doing that loads and loads of times. Just give me these nice lines purple bruise right round the top of the arm. So, yes. Prove that you've been through the wars. Mm? Just yeah, to prove cool. that you, to your work colleagues I've been through the wars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be getting more purple as the week's gone, though. They were quite light on Sunday, but like, bright purple today. So. But it must be like the only like, the top layer, because they don't hurt at all. They're just bruised. So it's, like, it's weird. <laughs> but, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I managed to do two gym Classes back to back on Friday, and that waked me out for the day. I, was, I think I slept, fell asleep as soon as I got in. <laughs> I had all these plans, plans to do stuff, yeah, and yeah, did. did, did. So I've started doing legs, bums, and tums. <laughs> it's, it's perfect for wrestling. If it was called squats and core, met, loads of men would be there because it's called legs, bums, and tums. Men don't tend to go. It's amazing. <laughs> I did oh, like. 300 squats in half an hour. It's like, oh, good. Jesus, yeah. No, mm. that is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like, oh, we'll just do this as a warm-up. And you do, like, 80 squats, and it just starts the warm-up. You're like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, we did training on Saturday with Pitbull. Brilliant. And then, yeah, the usual short only on Sunday. And then I got body slammed, and I cricked my neck, which is fun. So... <laughs> We practiced now to do body slam, but the guy will practice now must have weighed about seven stones. So it was like, you have to bend your knees and let him jump up, but he was so light, you could just lift him. You're like, oh no, I need somebody heavier to, to do the technique right. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Right, so before we get into our Extreme Rules review, um, you wanted to mention Bound for Glory? I, I haven't watched it, so it's all on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I caught um, Bound for Glory. Uh, yeah, obviously it was quite a busy weekend of wrestling, so mm. sort of made the priority. Well, I, I sort of what, luckily I managed to get um, Extreme Rules done on the Sunday, so yeah, yes. freed up Monday to watch Bound for Glory. Um, so yeah, it was a good show. Um, I'll quickly just run through some of the sort of the key things that happened rather than going into matches. But um, yeah, the obviously we had Raven that was inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame before the show. Um, very nice speech by Dreamer and then um, a nice speech by Raven, which ended in Raven DDT and uh, Tommy Dreamer <laughs> uh, there so, uh, for one final time. But uh, that, that was yeah, really good sort of, um, yeah, really sort of good over, I suppose you call it, open to the show. Mm. Um, and there was the Impact X Division Championship that did actually open the show. So Frankie Kazarian beat Mike Bailey. By submission for the championship, as well. Oh, well. Sort of, yeah, I didn't really expect Bailey to lose this so, I suppose so soon. But I think, yeah, it's given they keep making um, references that Frankie Kazarian is AEW. So yeah, like whether they just want to keep sort of this forbidden door a little bit more open, uh, maybe that's got something to do with it. But um, yeah, maybe. Either way, I'm yeah pretty interesting where this goes. Um, I've, I've, I've really, I've, I still really enjoy Frankie Kazarian's work. So. Yeah, um, I've got no complaints about it. Um, I love it if um, AEW brought out a streaming service and they had all AEW stuff, Ring of Honor and Impact stuff on it. I'd be happy to just sit and watch that most of the day. Go back and watch it like early 
TNA. Yeah, I think that would be well. That would be class. Uh, well, well be, it would. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of times that I don't. I don't know how I'd sort of. But yeah, I think that'd be <laughs> almost too much. Uh, yeah, too much to watch there. And uh, mm. yeah, I worry what I'll actually end up doing in my what I'm supposed to be doing day to day. So yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, no, that was a yeah fun sort of opening match, and with a, with a bit of a surprise winner, um, there was um, a career-threatening match um, between Mickey James and Mia Yim. So currently, Mickey James sort of going down down the Ric Flair sort of route in WWE, mm. putting her keeps putting her career on the line. So, um, but yeah, she beat Mia Yim, who apparently now is done with Impact Wrestling as well, which oh, is wow. interesting. Yeah, some reports coming out. It sounds like Triple H is quite keen on getting her back to WWE as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Sort of, she's, I suppose she's certainly not going to be short of offers at the moment. No, WWE keen. She's got Keith Lee and uh, AEW. So, yeah, that's one to keep an eye on over the next sort of couple of weeks, I guess. I'd like to say back in WWE because she didn't really get a chance on the main roster, did she? Oh God, yeah. Well, she wasn't even called me again, was she? She was that bloody part of that retribution. Thing which was, was it re- about a re- week. Reckoning, wasn't it? Was it Reckoning? Reckoning, or, yeah, I think it was Reckoning. Yeah, and uh, uh, Martinez was retaliation. Gives <laughs> me the shivers thinking about it, how, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, WWE COVID is not really stuff I like to go back and think. <laughs> um, but I find it more of an achievement. We still, we still got through it. We did podcasts every week, and we got mm-hmm. through those stages. <laughs> We got we um, got the biggest numbers ever during twenty twenty. So <laughs> we got well, our biggest. We're, we're doing something wrong then, maybe because <laughs> the festival was that bad. We just didn't talk about other stuff. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but, yeah, I did not expect to hear that. <laughs> um, what was the yeah? And then there was the the twenty person intergender inter- call your shot gauntlets. Um, so, yeah, quite a few sort of surprise entrances in this as well. So, um, let me just find the one. So, yeah, um, surprise entrance. We had Tommy Dreamer come out, uh, Rhino making his return. Oh, cool. Um, Matt Cardona also made a return to the promotion. Taylor Wilde as well. So oh, there God, was, I haven't um, seen that Yeah, it was good to see her back. Um, Joe Hendry, I suppose this was kind of already announced, though, from Impact tapings. I mean... Mm. I'm absolutely loving his sort of vignette uh, that I run at the moment. Um, <laughs> say his name and he will appear because <laughs> I believe in Joe Hendry. <laughs> <It's, laughs> he's the best. Um, but Joe Hendry didn't win the whole thing. It was, in fact, Bully Ray that won the, um, that did win this. So he, yep, he's got the trophy or cup, whatever you wish to call it. Um, so he'll be able to, um, you know, use that to, well, to cash in whenever he wishes to, and funny enough, the main event, Josh Alexander, in what was a very good main event, so it went quite a long distance as well, 28 minutes, Josh Alexander beat oh, Eddie wow. Edwards. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this match, and I like the fact that, yeah, you had the two fam, well, both both the Alexander family and the Edwards family, both at ringside, so I was fearing, oh God, this is just going to lead to really stupid shenanigans, where <laughs> Eddie's wife obviously clearly doesn't approve of him being um, the Thing, but she's obviously going to turn heel, but luckily that didn't happen, so it actually was just a, a good wrestling match. Then after the match, Honor No More came out, attacked Alexander, Bully Ray then came out smirking, looked like we were going to get a repeat of what happened, funny, coincidentally at uh, Bound for Glory last year, when obviously Alexander beat Christian for the mm-hmm. Impact Championship, then Moose cashed in, so it looked like we are getting a repeat, but no, Bully Ray um, helped Alexander fend off um, Honor No More, and it led to an intense stare down between the two, so I suspect we will get them uh, wrestling. Maybe another, maybe an an impact or one of the, the the shows they do every month on Impact Plus. So, um, or unless they do stretch it out to, um, unless they stretch this out to maybe Rebellion, uh, not Rebellion, um, Hard to Kill, which is usually in Hard January. Or yeah. Bully Ray does just simply cash in after a match. So we don't know what's going to happen. Or he might say he can go after any championship. But, um, yeah, they were the main points. And it was a, yeah, a pretty good show. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, yeah, there's some cool mo, I said the, the, the intergender call your show was always going to be quite fun. So, um, yeah, how many yeah. people is it? Just like a, a rumble. Probably. It's literally like a Royal Rumble, but it, basically what happens is when it gets down to two, that it goes into a one on one match. Um, and yeah, it's just pinfalls, but yeah, um, they were the main things that really what happens. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. That's what. As I say, I keep wanting to get back into impact, but just 
can't find the time to fit more wrestling into my life. <laughs> it is difficult. I'm not going to lie. I, I think with Impact, with the thing is, it's I, I, if I'm working on Friday, and it's quite. I can sort of have it on because you work from on Fridays. I can have it on the laptop um, there. If I don't, if I don't watch an Impact, then it's not the end of the world. You just go and catch up on the results, and it always seems just quite consistent. And again, the <laughs> fact that they only do what pay per views every so often. Again, don't watch them. I just sort of read about it. So. It's quite an easy promotion to just keep an eye on, I think, with Impact. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, it was, it was a. It's not a show I'm going to rave about and say, oh yeah, it's a ten out of ten. You must watch it. But it was a, a good show. Yeah, so I, it's 2017, 18. I used to watch it nearly every week. I used to really enjoy it. Then... One thing I'm not liking though, as I've just not clocked on when Hard to Kill actually is. It's again, they they seem to have gone down this route now of doing Friday pay per views. Um, Friday night pay-per-views, so which... It's the opposite WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think that, no, WWE have kind of gone on to the Saturdays. Um, and obviously, there's some do Sundays, AEW, some do Sundays. Yeah, they seem to have wanted to make their own sort of um, sort of uniqueness on doing it on Friday. So, mm. um, yeah, so I just, just caught that. So I'm, I'm not really a huge fan, but if, it, if, it, if, they, if they're doing it for a reason, if it's getting more eyes on the product, then ignore me. Key to continue doing it as it is, I guess. Yeah, because I can see why they'll give it a go. It's not what many wrestling shows on a Friday night, I guess, or pay per views well, at least. I suppose you've got. Well, I mean, you have still got SmackDown, though. I mean, oh I yeah, good point. That yeah. paper is going to beat SmackDown. Well, given the ratings they're actually getting at the moment, SmackDown well, definitely. Which is yeah. quite a big jump. So it's yeah, it's quite interesting. So. um yeah, I mean they're obviously doing it. But I mean, they, they, they obviously know what they're doing. Um, they wouldn't, they wouldn't think for one second. Oh, yeah, we can easily rival. We can easily put a paper in it. It'll be SmackDown's right? And They obviously are doing it because their their numbers are either increasing or they're, they're getting a good deal out of it on the Friday. So I'm sure there is a, a good, perfectly good reason. Yeah, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're only getting the low three hundreds thousands watching every week anyway for, for like yeah. the weekly show. So exactly to, yeah, to actually go to the pay-per-view usually 20% of that usually by the pay-per-view maybe yeah I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's hot, most yeah I don't know give it a go so um, apparently on since September their average was 70 67,000 viewers a week okay yeah I suppose yeah and I think as well with Impact it's quite hard because they don't it's an access TV isn't it there mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so that's, it's not it's because it's not on free TV like it used to be here. I just haven't watched it for ages. Yeah, I don't know what I just literally watch it on. You watch, I know you watch it online. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm trying to when I first, the first episode of it, well, first episode, uh, the first um, show I watched of it when obviously after the whole Omega run and everything, mm. the end of 2020. Um, yeah, I think it was. I'm trying to remember what channel it was actually on. It was one of the Sky channels, but I can't. It's on Sky, yeah. I can't remember. It was Free Sports, maybe. Maybe free sports. But then it seemed to just disappear off there. Yeah, I can't remember. We used to have like a mini partnership with them. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, I know what that channel was. Aren't they like a thing off of Premier Sports? Because they've got quite a lot of rights to a lot of stuff at the moment. Mm, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so once it went off free TV, I just never never watched it since. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. So last Saturday was Extreme Rules. Um, we're going to do the review in kind of two halves, so the main body of the pay-per-view, and then we're going to discuss all things Bray Wyatt. I thought I've, it's never going to go down to an all-time classic, but this had some great moments in it. In it, what do you mean? I, I don't think there's there's no like match of the year candidate really. Maybe the brought the six-man tag might get into some some people's top ten for the end of the year, but I don't think it's a yeah. I think it had. Great moments, which hopefully under Triple H will grow into amazing storylines. It's just, yeah, there's had some key elements that have pushed forward stories, which I've really enjoyed. So. Yeah, I think that's a fair way of putting it. I think in terms of, yeah, like Matt, like in terms of great matches on the show, there's not really many I'll go back and watch, if any. The six man, t- uh, the mag was, yeah, was great. That was a really, really good match. Match of the night. 
Yeah, yeah I think we said, yeah, I was saying pre, well, before we started, I think there's one and a half good matches on this. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one. I, I mean, I'll defend, I think, I think the other, I think there was a good, I think the fight hit and the ladder match were good. Whether my expectations for them were a little bit too high, that might be a thing. Um, Maybe, yeah. I, I still enjoyed them, but they weren't amazing, which I sort of thought, especially the fight pit, which I thought was going to steal the show, thought it was going to be amazing, mm-hmm. given the fact that they had a very, very good match at um, Clash of the Castle. So, um, yeah, they, they were the two that kind of, um, that I think were, um, yeah, we're, we're just, I think we're, we're fine. As I said, certainly not bad matches or anything like that, but just I thought we were going to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, SmackDown Women's and the strap match, they were sadly how feared how I thought they could go, and they, yeah, they did. Um, but, uh, but I think overall though, coming out of the show is there's a lot of optimism going forward. I know mm-hmm. largely that's towards what happened at the end, which we'll get into, but, um, I think with a lot of the storyline telling them, I'm pretty satisfied of what happened. And as I say, I think there is general cause for optimism and a bit of excitement about where the, where the product will, will go. And, um, whether that's me being a little bit naive in terms of still clinging on to this, oh, it's all under Triple H, everything will be fine. Yeah. Maybe that could be me, but I, I really do believe in what what sort of Triple H is building towards. Um, as I say, whether that is just because I'm just grateful it's not Vincent Mann's promotion and not Vincent Mann's booking, it, that could be it. But um, but I think there is cause for optimism for sure coming out of this. Yeah, I th- if you go through each match, I think the, the six-man tag, they're obviously building Sheamus for his big intercontinental win. The title he hasn't won before he retires. Because I'm sure he's on borrowing time on his neck. I'm sure he keeps saying he needs to retire. <laughs> so that's uh, probably why, why putting him in a six uh, a faction's a decent a good thing. So, but um, yeah, um, Rod, um, Ronda looks motivated again. So I'm quite happy for her to win the championship again. Even though I, I wasn't blown away by the match, uh, I think. I think Carrion versus Drew was a very good SmackDown main event match. Maybe I don't. It wasn't a great pay per view match. I don't. Yeah, I didn't. It does. Look, I don't. I think. I think they just need. They're trying to get Carrion as a main event player and beating Drew, even though it was by shenanigans. Maybe. Yeah. I will say. I think with the Drew, it almost looked to me that that Drew didn't look 100 percent up for it. It just seemed a bit no. of a and. Uh, yeah, I think it was just the case of oh, if Scarlett's going to get sort of in the ring and do all of that, the, the distraction, then well, I, was, I was really looking forward to match two big grocks <laughs> smashing the hell out of each other with a strap is amazing. But yeah. exactly, it should have been better than it was. Mm. Um, but the fact that it simply wasn't this match wasn't good in that sense. And yeah, I think this and as I say, this and the SmackDown Women's Championship match. I think with the SmackDown Women's, like I told you last week, I mean the build's been. Um, pre- it just hasn't clicked with the fans. It's not been good. I think it's just we have to be a bit critical about this. This whole sort of mm. live, the live rain has been a bit of a disaster from start to finish. Yeah. Um, I can see what they're trying to do with Liv. They've tried to in the whole storyline is uh, they're trying to get it in her head that she can be hardcore. She can not be the underdog all the time, and she can come up to Ronda Rousey's level. And that's probably why. There's been a bit of thought as that's why she was smiling as she was passing out because she kind of thought I'm on, I'm on her level. She had to make me knock me knock me out to win basically. She didn't I didn't tap out. I didn't I didn't get pinned. She knocked like so that's why she was doing that little grin when she was she got was knocked good. out. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, no, I can understand that um, for sure. Like I said, I think that and the Drew carrying cross build. I've I've I actually have enjoyed the build. Don't get me wrong. I, I just feel with this, I think it, it doesn't really um, give. I don't think Cross looks that strong coming out of this because he's had to uh-huh. win by a bit of shenanigans. Um, I would have rather just have yeah, drew of Cross one clean. I think that would have been much better. You could then continue to build maybe towards a Drew Hill turn. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think yeah. These, they, they, those two matches were the were the low points of the night. Yeah, yeah, for definite. I think, I think with Karrion Crosses, he's got this great look. He's got the great physique. He's got the great entrance. Scarlet is great, and then he gets in the ring. He's fine. 
<laughs> it doesn't blow you away with anything because it doesn't have this great move set or anything. So, and it seems like lots, lots, so many promotions have tried to build around him. Like impacted, they had him as their champion in NXT. So there's people must see something in him. But so it's just when once he starts matches, I don't remember ever getting blown away by a match. I think he had a decent match with Keith Lee. It wasn't amazing. I don't remember. <laughs> um, there's something missing. I don't know. Maybe just they need to work on a, a move set for him. Maybe I don't know. That's a bit different. Yeah, I mean you're all right. I mean, yeah, clearly every promotion does seem to rate him. Um, he's not everyone's cup of tea. I don't think he ever will be everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I, I think as long as you can sort of book him well, which I believe Triple H will. Mm-hmm. Then I don't. Th- I think there is definitely ground. There's cause for optimism and and sort of believe just to sort of hang in there. I guess. Yeah, if they have them just dominate matches for a couple of months and just then build them up that way rather than having Scarlet interfere in matches, they could leave leave Drew him him apart for a couple of months and then bring them back together and they just have a proper match or like a cage match or we've already had have we already had Hell in the Cell this year. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back in June. Yeah, maybe it's not heat enough to be Hell in the Cell, but definitely a cage match could do it if we wanted to keep Scarlet out and stop him from running away from Drew. Yeah, but I'd have him, yeah, just dominate people for the next couple of months and maybe do the same with Drew, have him dominate everyone for it. So when they come back, they've just been dominating the whole of the SmackDown roster, both of them. And then, yeah, when they come in, yeah, who's the best type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know what they need to do. It's the only thing I can think of for carrying cross because his, his promo is a pretty generic heel, that guy, <laughs> and his wrestling is great. But I just love, I love his look and I love his physique and I love his presentation. Yeah, his entrance is amazing. <laughs> just, uh, I'd want to like him, but there's just something missing. I was, I thought this match could, would have been. I was really looking forward to this match. But I was really disappointed by. It. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree. I was kind of disappointed with both women's matches. I don't know if I've just built them both up in my head too much. Um, I think the, those parts in the Ronda Rousey Liv Morgan where it seemed like Ronda wasn't selling anything. They were hitting each other with a baseball bat, but it just seemed to like they were hitting each other with a, like a foam baseball bat because they didn't seem to hit <laughs> when you got hit with a baseball bat. <laughs> Ronda Rousey, it's like she wasn't selling Liv's stuff. And those parts were, they just looked like they were setting stuff up too much. It didn't flow very well. Yeah, and there was part. And the, my biggest problem with the, the ladder matches, Damage Control came out and did absolutely nothing. And then Bian- and Bianca worked. Yeah, the whole match was how is she gonna, what's she gonna do? She's got no friends. She just wins. <laughs> so, so they need to be a bit careful. They don't see in a book. Bella too strong. Because she, she could have lost this. If I would have booked this, I would have had Bailey win because she had help from Damage Control, and then have. In a roar in a week or two, have Bailey in the ring celebrating her championship. Then Belair comes in and says, "You've got friends. I've got friends." And then she, that's when Sasha and Naomi come back, and that oh. sets up and that sets up War Games, all the titles on the line. But then in War Games, Sasha turns on them and joins. <laughs> Damage control. Worst <laughs> shit, wasn't? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's well. Especially when you've got such a good idea in your head, yeah, anything that happens, you're like, oh, oh I wouldn't have done this. <laughs> uh, which I could be, but, um, I'm not, to- I'm, as I say, Bian- I said to you last week on the show, I mean, Bianca and, um, and Bailey, it was literally, I, I, I couldn't have, I, I couldn't have cared who won in a good way because mm. I, they're both fantastic wrestlers, but I both really enjoy what they're doing on, on Raw. I think they're mm. both outstanding. So whoever won at the end of the day, I wouldn't have been, I, wouldn't, I wasn't disappointed. Uh, mm. Bianca when I was actually probably more happy Bianca won, if I'm honest, just because I think she's just so good. And I think I, re- I feel like we're going to get, I feel like we are going to get the belt merging maybe before Mania. Mm. Um, so I was kind of in my head thinking, oh, we, are, we have got a hope of getting Bianca against um uh, Ronda Rousey, which I think would be amazing. Um, oh, yeah, a unification match. Yeah, so I couldn't get that that thought out of my head. But, yeah, I think the way she won it does make Damage Control as a whole look a bit weak. Yeah, I have no idea what um, you do with Damage Control now. You just got beaten by one person. So it's like, you're going to be like this. <laughs> I think there was ways they could have... I think, needless to say, 
that uh, they need to get the bloody win at Warzone. Uh, Warzone? Mm-hmm. At War, War Games. War games. Um, uh, they need to get the win there for, for sure. And I think they probably will, um, especially if there is no... I don't think there'll be titles in the line at War Games. In this, no. I, I, given I, they're I, all on like different sides as well, like the belts. So. Yeah, I, that's what I said. It's, I'd only do it if Bailey was champion and then they'll have... Yeah. We could have winner takes all. Well, I think they'll get the winner, um, or they certainly should get the winner at, um, at War Games. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, that, to be fair, what I will say as well, after Raw, Raw this week, it did make damage control look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, after what, yeah, on Raw this week. So, um, they kind of saved it a little bit in that respect. But, um, yeah, as I say, uh, and I thought the match itself was good. So I'm not going to say amazing like we have seen. Well, with- yeah, it was, yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad match. I just, I didn't, it didn't blow me away and I didn't really like the end and why did Bailey pick up half a ladder and then get thrown on top of this? <laughs> I was like, why would you? It's a bit. For you about ladder matches, mm-hmm. like, do you think single match ladder matches are quite hard to actually put on a classic when there's, if there's just two of you? I think that WWE have conditioned us to ladder matches to be either these multi-man flip fests or like proper hardcore you get yeah. hurt. So I thought that's so this was remind me of a like a proper early not like early nineties one a nineties one where they literally and they have like one ladder so they had to be really careful of how they did it. But yeah, I was saying I was saying it reminded me of Michael's Ramon, but yeah, see it seems to be they they haven't figured out how to do a women's ladder match yet. Well, don't get me wrong, one of my favourite matches of all time was mm. yeah, a ladder match between Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. Well, yeah. So I'm not going to try and hate the ladder match, but just thinking recent years, I mean, of a single ladder match, I mean, the only one I can really think of that I've really, really enjoyed in a, in a one-on-one ladder match was Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes. I mean, apart from that, I'm struggling yeah. to really come up with a really good one-on-one Ladder match that I fair, fair. really want to go back and watch, and I, 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 part, I really am can't think of the last one I did watch. I suppose this is really stupid. I think the one after that must have been for me is Undertaker against Jeff Hardy back in two thousand and two. Oh. I'm really struggling to think of one before that that was well. Obviously, as I mentioned, the Sammy Cody match. Whether yeah, whether I'm sure if you gave me like half an hour to think. Yeah. About it, I'm sure I could pl- pluck a few more out, but um, we don't want to do that because we, we, we we're not, we're not, that's not the discussion of the show. So, um, but yeah, though, um, as I say, it was it was good, but not amazing. Mm. But equally, I still have faith of where this can go from here. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we move on to the I quit match. I thought I uh, the first twenty minutes was everything I hate about I quit matches where you just get them uh, uh, get them in a hold. The ref comes over, shoves a mic in the face, the hot, like a heavy breathe into it. <laughs> and then yeah. I was only going, I, 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 don't quit. <laughs> well, go to hell. <laughs> like, yeah, you just slam their head down once and then go ask him, why? Because it probably wouldn't even get you a free count, let alone, no. yeah, making someone suck. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I completely agree with that. First 20 minutes, it did feel like some of the some of the just generic I quit matches we've seen over the years. I mean, there was that stage where like every year Cena seems to have one night like, in the midst mm-hmm. of like against the Miz and stuff like that, where it's just the, yeah, you are right. Just so generic. So unbelievable. They, do you really think they're going to quickly turn and go, yeah, I quit actually. Um, yeah. Like that's just where it's completely unbelievable. You really have to start at least. I know we don't, I know we don't get blood these days, but it may be if someone had a bit of blood, early doors, then that would be the first sort of point to maybe get the mic out and go, oh, mm-hmm. fancy it, you, you know, you've already busted open. But, yeah, if you're just putting them in holds and getting them to say it, it's just obviously not going to happen, is it? Yeah. I, yeah it's, it, like I said, it took 20 minutes to wake this once. Well, Judgment Day and Ray and Beth got involved. I thought it was amazing, yeah. Yeah. It was. It really was. The last 10 minutes was, was outstanding. Uh, Michael Cole... Shout out to him as well. Oh, the commentary was brilliant, really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, uh, I thought again, we know we. I mean, the praise from Michael Cole since, uh, funny enough, since obviously Triple H taking charge about yeah. having an old man shouting down your ear, he's been <laughs> praised by a lot of wrestling fans online um, for um, for him actually allowing not to, allowed to have an opinion. Um, so it's um, 
yeah, I thought he just a shout out to him because I thought yeah, it was great and yeah, the last last ten minutes of this were outstanding. Yeah, I love, I lo- I, yeah, I loved it when Dominic started beating up Ray and <laughs> yeah, and when, uh, I liked it when Edge got handcuffed to the ropes and then he was like, oh fuck it, I can't do anything, <laughs> I can just stop batting with all one arm. I was just like, that's cool. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was all done really. I thought that was all done brilliantly. I think with the the handcuffs as well, they were they're always such an effective thing. Like of like, oh well, Christ, I actually can't do anything. And mm. the, the the facial expression by was brilliant because it was, as I say, it wasn't like um, it, it was literally done from obviously snuck from behind and yeah, done really well by Rhea Ripley. Um, I think the fact how quick she actually managed to get them on as well, but given yeah. that cause obviously. It can look quite poor. I think there was one on NXT a few weeks ago where it looked so crap because the way, like, when the guy came out, I think it was in the Creed Brothers, and one of the Creeds was sort of standing there. But you could tell then after, it's like, oh, okay, well, he's obviously waiting then to get handcuffed to the, yeah. <laughs> which, which looked horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, yeah, this was, that was done really well. And then, yeah, great to see sort of Beth come come out and um and like like we said to you like I said to you, we we both sort of agreed on last week on the pre on the preview show um the the way this was the best way for this match to finish is if you're going to give Finn the win is Edge will not be saying I quit if it's just him getting beaten up but if you're going to psychologically do it be it attacking someone yeah, we like, thought we thought Ray didn't we we thought Ray but um it's a, you could even argue better better probably more realistic actually mm-hmm. um because I mean, yes, he probably would still do it for for Ray, um, but then, yeah, you'd have that theory that oh well, Ray would Ray would probably rather um, Edge wouldn't say it, and Ray would rather take the beating. So, he'd have that. Mm. but yeah, when you when your wife's about to get check concerto, uh, but obviously yeah, the same I, thing. Yeah, the, the whole finish was when I, I loved it. With the, yeah, there was three spears, and then he got he got grabbed. Um, it looked like Beth was going to help him, and then she just got hit in the face and knuckle dusters and just out. They go too quick. Oh yeah, so this is your last chance, Edge. Quit, and he said no. And then they just they just picked uh, Beth up a little bit just to show that she got no life in her at all. And then got two chairs, put one underneath her. Then was going to do it. <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> well, I think that was going to happen. It reminded me a bit of like yeah, when the yeah the Seth when Seth had the edge. Funny enough, when Seth had edge under the when he was going to stamp on his neck, and he was like, oh well, I'm still going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but um, yeah, that, that was that was great. And I'd say yeah, this was this is what I'm saying. The perfect um, end, perfect bit of storyline telling. I mean, yeah, the Judgment Day almost you could say looked almost a bit dead and buried before they even begun, yeah. but. I think Triple H has kind of re, re sort of energised this whole sort of angle. Um, to me, I'm really intrigued to see where it's going to go, uh, especially after Raw developments um, uh, with a couple of good brothers. So um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I, I think the whole storyline is very hot at the moment. And um, I think, yeah, as well, credit to every single person involved in this because they all had their own, they all did their own little bits of perfection and it made for a very good bit of, um, very good bit of viewing. Yeah, Damien Priest was really good, especially when he, he was, was loving holding, it. <laughs> yeah, when he, when he was when he was holding, um, and him and Dominic were holding um, Edge, and Edge going go to hell, and, so, and then he just punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it was so, yeah, really good. I say, I really loved the last ten minutes of this. And then, oh, yeah, it was the fight pit match. I, I was probably like everybody in the re- in the arena. I was just waiting for a, a great thing to happen. So I. I had to go back and watch it again, but it was all right this match. I don't know. I thought. I just think if it's going to be like a, this is a blood feud, it could have been a bit more. I want to kill you at the beginning. It kind of, it kind of just started a bit slow for me, but as the match went on, it was good. I thought there was some good spots. Um, there's a bit, a bit where Matt Riddle was knocked out on the floor and the ref was checking on him rather than counting. Like, <laughs> That Steph's like counts. You meant to be counted. Yeah, <laughs> there was. There, I saw some things about that online. People were like, oh, was he sure he actually knew the rules? Um, yeah. The the guy Daniel Cromier, whatever his name, uh, Daniel Cromier, um, Cromier. Um, I've heard I've heard rumours that he wanted Daniel Cromier to have a, Seth, a match with Seth at Saudi Arabia, but he doesn't look in any shape to have a match. 
basically. Yeah, it. some of the photos, I, I mean, I didn't really notice it at the time, but some of the photos on Instagram and sort of, well, just on general social media after, yeah, mm. very, very, um, yeah, like, I think that's what a lot of people were saying. Yeah, there's, the, I think there's talk, that obviously they probably want him in to get into the shape, but like, um, yeah, I mean, the, some of the comments, yeah, well, I think, you know, people aren't idiots, like, he goes, well, goes, you can tell he's not been resting for a while, aren't with the, yeah. As I say, What's the Saudi Arabia? Three weeks? 5th of November, bonfire Yeah. If that's a thing in America. <laughs> um, <which it's not. laughs> um, yeah, no, three weeks on yeah, Saturday. So yeah, so it, I don't know, it could do. Six months is WrestleMania. He could, he could get into a decent shape in six months, maybe. Or, or, <laughs> I've heard rumours they have him, want him to have a match with Seth and they want him to have a match with Brock. Yeah, I think Brock. I think you might have to just accept Seth's not going to happen, given the shape he's in. I would say get down. Well, obviously, I don't want to be one to tell him because he's a UFC <laughs> fighter. But I would yeah, get him fit for um, maybe WrestleMania next year, and then you could have him uh, against Brock. Um, I think could have a surprise in the Rumble and Brock eliminates. Not even a surprise in the Rumble, yeah. Set, set it up. Definitely, uh, that could work. Um, but yeah, I mean, for this match as a hot light, like you said, I think, I think it was good. I, I'm not going to go any above that. I'm not going to say it was amazing because it wasn't. But equally, I'm not going to slam it. It wasn't no. crap. It was good. They got the correct winner as well, um, which I'm, which I'm really, really happy about for Matt Riddle as a side light. Not, not to bore everyone, including yourself. But I, obviously, I love Matt Riddle. I've really loved his work on the Indies whenever. I first got uh, when I first sort of went to all the shows, so this felt like his biggest night. In and it was supposed to be like I think we all wanted this to go this way, it, and it, 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 yeah, it, luckily it did go by the um, script of it was it, he did get the big win. It was his biggest night ever in WWE. It feels to me now they uh, again he does feel like a genuine main event player. I love a Matt Riddle who's serious as well mm-hmm. as not saying he needs to be serious all the time, having his jokey side <coughs> time. But when mm-hmm. it comes down to fighting, I'm really happy WWE started to um, actually reference his his background because before, Definitely. obviously, we never got that mention ever. We might yeah. have done in NXT, but obviously that's completely different to when he was on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, yeah, really good in that sense. So I think there's more enough positives than the negatives to take to, to take away from from the main event. Yeah, that's it. It was alright. <laughs> I just I thought it could have been a bit more intense considering it's meant to be a end of a blood feud these guys hate each other yeah I will say I wanted to see so I'll be honest I mean, I'm not I'm not one of these ones who wants to see it every match um, but yeah they could have uh, had blood it's a fight I think, fight I think when it's, this is it this is it it's the main event of a pay-per-view you can have blood in. That's, that's the time when you need I know some people are really against blood um, some people think AEW does it too much um, oh definitely they do uh, but uh, I think yeah, for for a feud that's reached complete and utter boiling point in a match where you want to kill your opponent, effectively, <laughs> I think blood would really work. So I, th- I think this this match there was a fair fair bit of blood. I think it would only added to, and I think it would have probably got more online praise as well. To be fair, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. So let's, let's do just these six matches. We'll leave the brave for a little bit. So just based on the six matches, what what, what was your thoughts on this show then? Overall. Banger after banger. <laughs> no, I was, yeah, like oh, yeah, I say, yeah, um, yeah, that, I yeah. Pete Dunne looked like he was loving this, this show. I've never seen him smile so much. <laughs> no, I love his smile, Pete's as well. Uh, mm. No, um, I mean those. Yeah, I'm really happy with um, it. Kind of again, like that. It was a that match went past expectation. I know this was we always thought mm-hmm. that was going to be good. But I didn't expect that to steal the show, and that's probably more down to other matches not delivering. But um, yeah, it was a, it was an excellent opener, um, and the correct winners for sure. Um, I think as well, you probably have now cemented the brawling brutes as a as a face, uh, as baby faces. Yeah. Um, and they can still be serious. They don't need to be like um, all like like they can still be. Obviously, badass baby faces uh, for sure, uh, and the fact that uh, clearly this banger after banger is such an easy thing that we can get over as well with an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, did with on when they were on NXT the other day. So no, all all in that really good. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll turn Butch back into they will give the Pete Dunne name back. Yeah, um, which I'm sure I think they probably will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just think it, every single wrestler in this delivered in, in that match. 
But yeah, overall, overall thoughts on the show. Like I said, I think, um, yeah, while some matches were a little bit disappointing, I think, yeah, the biggest, I think that all, a lot, majority of match, well, in fact, yeah, every match I think was the correct winner. Um, I think some of them, like the Bianca Belair match, like I mentioned, you had a free hit almost on that. Whatever you did, whatever you did would have, would have been okay. It wouldn't have been the wrong answer. Um, and, um, as I say, there's, there's a lot of optimism, uh, coming out of some of these storylines of where, where you can go. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, the same. Yeah, I, yeah, I think coming out each match furthered a story. I think, yeah, and so, I just love okay. the fact that six matches on the pay per view just makes it such yeah. a. After you yeah. don't feel so like oh, drained or anything, you just feel it is. Regardless if you've watched, say, you know, we have twelve matches on the pay per view, and every match was amazing. You, you still feel that drainness, don't mm. you? And um, uh, but, but so I just think, um, yeah, with the six matches, I just think it is definitely the norm going forward. I know. Well, even WrestleMania, you could probably do six per night. So, um, yeah, yeah maybe. I, I, can, I can see all the B pay per views having, having this format. Maybe like, SummerSlam and Survivor Series, they could go up to eight because they're bigger yeah. shows. And then they do the two nights WrestleMania and Royal Rumbles or Rumble. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly that. But yeah. even that, so I think at SummerSlam this year, yeah, I know we did get eight matches, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, though. But yeah, big pay per views, eight, and then there the B plus pay per views. Um, six. I think that's a really good way of going. And I think, I think as well with this, it proves that the. I know it's a really cliche, which isn't everyone's best best thing of hearing, but uh, sometimes less is indeed more. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I've heard some people could be disappointed no men titles were defended on the show, but we had the Intercontinental title on Friday. And did they have the US title last night? I've not seen more yet. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. And do you want the result? Yeah. There's a new <laughs> champion there. Yeah, so Seth beat Bobby Lashley and um, the, mm. the biggest takeaway though was Brock coming out and beating the crap out of Bobby Lashley pre match. So Wow. Um so that's, that's Saudi match. That's you've got your Saudi match there, Brock Lashley, which I'm <clears throat> personally buzzing for because I feel like the one before didn't really hit. Mm. Um I think it was more just to throw it it was to sell us to it was to bring us to right, Lesnar versus Reigns. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, that was kind of sort of scolded and got in the way of Lesnar versus Lashley. So, um, yeah, a Lesnar Lashley match. Uh, I'm all, I'm all for a feud, and it keeps another main event player with the US title. So, uh, in Seth, and I'm glad Seth's got a belt now as well. Albeit getting there was obviously very sneaky, but that's his character. Yeah, I've heard maybe Beth Phoenix versus Rhea at Saudi Arabia as well. I've heard maybe I don't yeah. know Rhea's fit. Is she is she back? Not sure. Oh, She's cleared. I think I'm not, maybe if you do a mixed, maybe a mixed no, I, think, I think it maybe a next one would be better. So edge. Yeah, Jim Beth versus either Finn and Rhea or even Dominic and Rhea, which could work. And then I suppose that would be easier <coughs> for in terms of uh, to give Edge the win if it's mm. Dominic and Rhea as opposed to Finn and because yeah, it might be a bit more. Um, that might be a little bit more believable. And I suppose then you could keep Finn with sort of locked in with AJ as well. So. Yeah, definitely. I quite like that when the um, when you sort of got a, a, fact, a fraction feed like sort of feuding in different sort of directions as well. If that makes sense. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this is Phil Woodvine of Pro Wrestling for you, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. Cool. And then the copyright symbol came up. Classic. Oh yeah, he loves Tri- doing this. Do you know Tri- what reminded me of <laughs> NXT? The one, the best one was always the my favourite takeovers. Takeover Chicago, where um, mm. uh, was it when Gargano and Champa? Yes. Um, the that coming up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots of people going. Oh. And Michael Cole says, "Are we still the air? We still the I've got to say, this did not. I was listening to some podcast. I didn't go. I love that personally. I mean, I, I know it's obviously what we, we obviously but you, are. But you, but you heard Corey <laughs> Grave. He's, he's taken his mic off because you just hear muffled. I don't think so. He wasn't on the air still. It's like he's taken off because he's finished work. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And then lights go out, everybody gets the um, fireflies out, and then beam of lights, there's huskus, and then beam of lights, and there's... God, oh, oh, God, God. the singing came on first, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've watched this back five times. So. Yeah. Singing, worst kept secret in wrestling is happening. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I did love it out, yeah, like, man, full-size... I would say full size puppets, they weren't full size puppets, people in costumes of the 
Firefly, then the Fiend came over the barricade, and then they had the Burns Fiend mask on the commentator table. Yeah, and then, yeah, I loved how they went backstage, or they went back to yeah. the fun house, and it was all full of cobwebs and all grey, and they had Firefly, uh, the Fiend tube was, um, I don't know, it was all altered and scary, and yeah. Radio on the blink, yeah. 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 Yeah, and then, yeah. And the door appeared in the entranceway, and it opened, and the blue light, which I like, because the, the, the blue light contrasted the red light of the fiend. So it's like a new grey blue. He came out as new mask. They take his mask off and just say, I'm here. I so, think he even said, I'm here. I think he just took the mask off and blew the, um, blew the, um, yeah, the lancet out. I'm sure he said, I'm here. Might have done. Oh, well, oh maybe. It was just last yeah. time yeah. on the promo. To, on the promo for him on SmackDown, it definitely says I'm here. Yeah, I, I thought they just put that in. Um, yeah, he might have done. Then it might just be me, sort of too excited to even take that in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love this. Um, apparently, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was Joe uh, Gacy was in the Huskus costume, and oh, what's his name? The Australian Waller, something Waller. Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. He was in the um, the Mercy the Buzzard costume. Yeah, but I don't think they'll be they'll be part of the rumored um, Wyatt Six going forward. But yeah, it's got them. yeah, and, yeah. I'm just really excited to see where it goes. <laughs> I feel like, like I hope it's he does. He's not the best thing about Gray is when he's not wrestling. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, I, I this was probably. Um, my favourite, I know usually when we get like a, a return of Bray or what have you, it's usually attacking someone and then it's like, yeah. oh, well, oh, yeah, it's like, well, why has he done that for? And then we're just going to get the same sort of, um, well, the old ones it used to be, that are classic meme of, oh, he randomly attacks someone, he'll explain why he did it, he'll lose yeah. the feud and then repeat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this was really refreshing to actually have it um, just close the show, but without it being at the expense of anyone. Mm-hmm. Apart from uh, maybe Michael Cole and Crawley Grace, because they clearly need to go to the toilet or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's been, oh, been speculation all over the place about who's going to be in this Wyatt Six. Um, there's reports that uh, um, Vincent and Dutch, formerly of OH, is Vincent, was he part of that? I don't yeah, know more. I want to know more. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean I've not seen um, the impact, but from what I can gather from what's from what some of the Impact tapings, it sounds like um, a few of them are actually done with Impact as a whole, yeah. um, Vincent being one of them. So Yeah, the, uh, reportedly WWE are interested in signing both of them, and they were backstage at, at Extreme Rules, but yeah, you do get big white family vibes from looking at them. Yeah, so. 100%. They, they would be too, for sure. I mean, especially in a stable of six, that's quite a big stable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can put, yeah, get, I think you would need a tag team in there for sure, which they are so I think that's great for starters um, and a freaky looking sort of well you know yeah you are right, like a white feel about them I think they'll be perfect mm-hmm. anybody else I've heard that um, Bobby Dallas has put all these signing back with yeah Bobby Dallas I think would be well I think that's always one I wanted to sort of see is um, Bray sort of um, getting through to him and sort of cursing him as, as a cult leader at Bray is and he's his brother at the end of the day so yeah we have been saying for years he's the worst cult leader ever he got like three followers or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean I think Dallas would be good um, Judge I think from what BT Sport um, well BT's tweet um, after it happened with Liv Morgan backstage it was sort of like um, yeah sort of the, I mean, it hinted that she could be part of it um, yeah, of Alexis tweeted out, "Hello, old friends." Well. Yeah, um, so yeah, there's another option there if they want maybe you, one or two women. Both in, I think. I'm, I'm sure. Well, isn't Liv Morgan and Bo Dallas together in real life? Oh, like, engaged or something? I don't. I don't I can't, yeah. Well, no, Liv Morgan did go to Tyler Bate for years ago. Though this was like, yeah. this was years ago. I mean, we're going back as far as sort of 2017, yeah. 2018. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's um, always the Braun Strowman, maybe. Um, Eric Rowan getting back in WWE? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Our Isaac gave me he really thinks it's going to be some random names. He goes, I think it's going to be Braun and Alexa. I was like, that, that's sensible. And then Justin Gabriel, because he was a bunny, so he can be the Vampire Rabbit. <laughs> wow, okay. 
that would be some long, long term. <laughs> yeah. Getting a good payoff for Justin Gabriel. Um, Sin Cara, don't know why. Uh, 2011 Smackdown episode. He put Wade Barrett in there. He was like, because he was the leader of the Nexus. And Bray used to be in the Nexus. Oh, uh, yeah. Seven-year-old seven year logic. <laughs> mm, I'm selling it, selling it to me. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think definitely, I wouldn't want to see Gacy or Waller. I think they'll be two. I just I think they're, one, I'd keep them in NXT for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, they don't think they can. I think one, I like Gacy as kind of his own sort of person, as that makes sense, rather than being in a, in a stable. I think he should be a leader of a stable, Gacy. Yeah. Um, and Waller's just a cocky here. It would be like saying, put the Miz in there, make any sense. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't want them to. Uh, but yeah, I think definitely one or two uh, women wrestlers, I live with, or live and Alexa could be, could be good shouts. Um, yeah, I really like the idea of they, uh, if they are going to join WWE, I mean, they look just such a perfect fit, don't they? Vincent yeah. and Dutch. Uh, I don't know much about Dutch, but, um, yeah, Vincent, um, yeah, he's, obviously he's done, he's obviously used to being in a stable as well in terms of one no more. Um, I'm trying to think as well. I suppose maybe if you grow, if you give him the, um, sort of the hat back and the, and all the chest hair and the long hair. Yeah, <laughs> could be a good one to uh, put in there. Yeah, he has the accent. And, uh, and yeah, exactly. But, uh, I love him as the, um, making the money too much. So, um, yeah, according to Liz Wikipedia. She is in a relationship with fellow wrestler Bo Dallas. They, oh. they live on a farm and they run a real estate business together. I thought she lived in Orange, actually, yeah. So, as of February, February 21. Well, both get both of them in there then. Uh, yeah, I think Rowan, I think my serious, yeah, Eric Rowan would be a good one if they can try and get him back into, into WWE. And to be fair, it comes at a good time. So I saw an interview doing the rounds actually today of him. A really nice interview as well. He sort of mm. said he wouldn't want to join AEW full time because he doesn't really want to, um, take away any legacy from, um, from, uh, um, uh, Brody Lee. Uh, so yeah, did you see that, um, um, Abby the Witch's mask was the, the, sh- the sheep that was the sheep skull that Brody Lee used to wear when he was part of the I was going to call them the bondage brothers then what are they called oh the the, the bludgeon, bludgeon the bludgeon brothers yeah where he used to wear that sheep skull yeah that's right that's, that's, um, what, that's what Abby was wearing underneath her, um, her veil come down wearing the, with the hammers hmm. um, yeah, yeah I think I think yeah I, I would say um yeah, they're going to get any of the old. Um, I would say I'd rather I'd rather um, Rowan over Strowman personally. Yeah. Um, I just think I just don't really think Strowman needs to go back to to that. Um, I just think I think we kind of already. Well, I know we saw it, albeit a couple of years ago. I just yeah, I, I would keep Strowman away from all of this. Um, yeah, if you could, yeah. I'm trying to think of other sort of NXT wrestlers because I know there's some people then trying to say about. Oh, well, Dexter Loomis is a bit freaky, but I don't know. I don't think he. Yeah, people. To... Yeah, people put uh, the picture of those going around where it was Alexis Scarlett, Karrion Cross, Braun, and Dexter Loomis and Bray oh. as that as them six. I was like, it kind of puts like you pull in like half the main event into one group then if you have yeah, Karrion and Braun and yeah. Yeah, that would that wouldn't be good. I think. Um, I'm just trying to think of other like, sort of wrestlers who have the look about them on. NXT, but I suppose there's, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, the, I've, I've made six out of the, so, yeah, Bray, is Bray included as part of the six? Um, or is it seven? Is it Bray and then the Wyatt six, or? I have no idea. Well, we'll go, we'll go. So, how many, how many, so there's the four? Bray, Rowan, um, Bo Dallas, that's three. Oh, actually, I have got seven, yeah, well, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, so you want to go with Liv rather than Alexis, because I wouldn't like yeah. I'll go for Liv. I think Alexa has kind of been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather see her return to the, like, the goddess rather than the... Um, yeah, and it'd be interesting for Liv to go down a different, like a, a darker direction now. She, yeah. Cause, well, also, I think it was WrestleTalk. She was smiling because she realises she likes pain. <laughs> I think it was WrestleTalk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she could go down like a, a darker route in a new character. I'd quite like it if they slowly revealed, really, rather than do it all in one hit. Mm. Can't be they could sort of like slowly really like reveal themselves, um, which I think would be quite cool. And the other question is, do they wrestle 
in the versions of puppets or these. They don't have to be in the suits, but he's like, he could, um, be, like, he could be like a version of Huskus the pig boy in Dutch. <laughs> if they did, if they did like a head Dutch, like a husk, a bit like a black Tarus, dressed a bit like that, more, but there's like a more pinkier than black mask with a <laughs> yellow shorts. <laughs> Get them in, Crazy Steve. Oh, we are <laughs> for PCO, but I doubt it would really... He's quite old, yeah. I think he's just doing all right in Impact, to be honest. So. Must be 57 now. I'm sure when he made his return, he was 53. Though. Yeah, I don't think it's would step too far. Um, yeah, I think the ones I've said there, I think they'll be perfect ones. I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. And who, who would you see as his first feud? PCO's 55. Oh, 50. Oh, okay. um, um, struggling, because I can't... <laughs> I mean, the only one I can really think is Drew. Is it Drew, or do they go... If it's going to be a faction, do they go after another faction? So there'll be Judgment Day, because they had all that... Um, like, the the black, red, purple cross imagery and stuff, and they spelt that demon in the first demon acts and stuff. But, oh, so you think, do you think the Whites could be faces, then? <sighs> I think he could be... Yeah, I, I can't see him. Oh, I don't know. I think a tweener could be a good thing. For, well, not... Because I, th- I feel like he's going to get cheered either way. Yeah. So you could just have him either attack, yeah, faces or... Like, at the end of the day, he's not going to get booed, is he, really, by a crowd? Because he's not that sort of... Um, uh, yeah. I wouldn't like him to go straight into a feud with the bloodline. Because he'd have to win. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, getting this title straight away. I'm just liking the fact that they're stables. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've even got, yeah, Ladado... The Lado, the the Ladado, they're uh, they're on SmackDown again now. You obviously got the you know, the OC, the only club that matters now back. Um, well, would be uh, an obvious if he's trying to get him to join, but he couldn't join. Yeah, Braun. Um, think about yeah. He's oh. come back and he hasn't. He's barely done anything. Just beat up the SmackDown, the tag team that destroyed the tag team division on Raw. That's all he's done so far. So. The Brawling Brutes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Or Imperium, I think they'll be. Either would be that'd be interesting. Like obviously, Imperium don't really like the sports entertainment sort of stuff. So yeah, like, what the hell is this rubbish? Yeah, yeah. There's so many options. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> Brawling brutes, I'd like that. Uh, Brawling brutes would be quite cool. I think yeah, it depends. Yeah, depends on who we get in. Yeah, but yeah, you could definitely get if they get enough guys in it. They could be part. Could they be part of War Games? Yeah, you get five guys in. Uh, I'm excited. And, uh, I trust that. Right, yeah, so, I, I seem to get to get under the impression that Vince didn't really care what Bray did in his vignettes and all the weird stuff. But when it came to the matches, they didn't give Bray much like creative control on what happens in the matches because the matches tend to be crap. Yeah, and stuff. But but the builds were brilliant. So. They were, and I think you're always going to get like the entrance, the shock of him turning up. I think will always be there. Mm. So, I'm, so I'm hoping that yeah, they just say do you? Because <laughs> when you, you know, yeah, we saw with when John Cena and him at WrestleMania when they just let him do what he wants. He's all right, magic. Yeah, it's great. John Cena still says it's one of his favourite things he's ever done in WWE. Should we leave it there? In, uh, over an hour. That sounds good to me. Yeah, that's it. We. It was an alright pay-per-view. I said it has had a great opener. I really enjoyed the last 15 minutes of the I Quit match, and then yeah, I looked at Bray this at the end. So yeah, and I've, I've, yeah, it's fight night. Fight night. Yeah, I have lads to be back soon. Finally, come face to face to me after me taking him to the limit and all that much. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I think you two need to face off next time <laughs> in the Punjabi prison. God, the, the training is up three flights of stairs, and I was trying to cl- carry all that stuff. Fit <laughs> it in our little gym. Um, this Friday, I have an interview with Jester Ryan coming out. Monday, there will be an interview with Ray Mundo, who is uh, putting on the Wrestle Island show on the 23rd. Um, Papa Pete's kind of. Gave him responsibility for it to Raimondo to run this show. So, so yeah, we're going to promote the hell out of this show. I'm just so excited. It's Lance versus Dan Evans, who was my guest last week. He found out on the show that he was having the match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was really good. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd recommend going to listen to my interview with Dan Evans. I think we talked about wrestling for about 
20 minutes. <laughs> I have a <laughs> how, how long is it? I think the audio version's just under an hour. <laughs> I think the video version's about an hour and ten. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. He, he wrestles a lot in Scandinavia, so we talked about how beautiful Scandinavia is and stuff. We talked about Star Wars and anime and music. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we both spot, we're both from Merseyside, both spot Man United, so it's quite fun to talk about stuff like that. So, I got really excited before because I thought England were playing. I was like, well, I thought, is Champions League nice while well, England were playing today? Ah, uh, yeah, no. So, the, way, the, way, the women are playing. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. At the Amex, though. At the Annex, so I looked at it. England's playing at the Annex. Why, is, why does Nick want to do the... Why did he do it? <laughs> even if it was the men's, I probably wouldn't have gone. To be honest <laughs> yes. We're off to watch the Bake Off. If you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. Wrestling. Our website's bbgwrestling.com. Yes, um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. <laughs> Some will come up. We'll, have, we'll always have fun. Hopefully, Nance uh, will be back. Good night. Good night.